Before we start the podcast today, who is on the phone? Hey, Miguel and Holly. How are you doing? We are wonderful. How are you? I am good. I am good. So, Miguel Fuller, who lost headphone karaoke this past Monday? I wasn't listening to the show because I was out of town. So, Oh, fancy. It was me. I lost. I had to become the human pinata. It was you. You lost. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, did you think that I should have lost, or do you think it should have been Holly or Scott? Well, I thought it was Scott because. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought. I nailed it. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jacob. Thank you, you, Jacob. Mm -hmm. It's in trouble. Oh, he's just mad. I am mad because I sounded great. No, you didn't. (laughs) Oh, whoa. All right. A lot of uh, of tempers going around here. Wait, wait. Now, who do you think won the week? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Especially that Chad Kroger performance with the Britney Spears one more. Maybe Uh, one more time. I won't forget that one. I got that on CD. Oh, he's got it. He's got it in the archives of Tampa Bay Radio forever. Maybe. Maybe Maybe that's it. Doubt it, doubt it, doubt it. Well, Jacob, thank you so much for uh, calling us and helping us start the podcast and Hope you had fun out of town. Can you tell everybody what podcast they're listening to? Okay, okay, okay. They're listening to the Holly O'Connor podcast with with Miguel Fuller and the amazing Chad Kroger on Hot <laughs> Yeah. I love it. That's that's a good podcast I'm hosting. Thank you. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you to Jacob Two Times for always helping us kick it off on Fridays. Before we get to our medium, Stacy, who is back, because we said that we were going to go into past lives. I'm psyched about this. I didn't even realize this was happening today, mm-hmm. and now I've got questions. Yes, uh, so I'm super excited. We're going to get to Stacey here in just a second. But first, uh, you can always watch Miguel and Holly Uncensored on the Miguel and Holly YouTube page. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see it happen right in front of your eyeballs and put it up on your TV while you're cleaning or cooking (laughs) and listen and watch. It's like we're there. Exactly, we're right there with you while you're cooking. I really need to unfollow us, though. I personally do because it always shows up on my kids' YouTube. Oh, Oh, yeah. And luckily, this was an easily explained one, but there was like the still of me beating you with a pinata. Uh, from the consequence for headphone karaoke the other day. And Maya was just like looking at her YouTube stuff and she's like, what's that? I was like, oh no, no. Uncle Miguel just lost headphone karaoke. So I got, I I I had had to beat him him with a pinata stick. 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 We don't hit people though. Right. Yeah. But at work where I I pay for stuff for you, we do. I sometimes hit people. Right. Anyway, I just, it's fine. Just, it's not for the children. Right. No. Um, also, you, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast yeah. uh, grow. So please do that. We got a couple of reviews. Uh, we got one from Florida PA on Apple Podcasts. They oh. said, I commute over 
over an hour a day for work, and I'm always looking forward to listening to a podcast on my drives home. Mm. Uh, Miguel, Holly, and Scotty always keep it real and fresh. I love today's episode with the medium. Oh, good. Love that. You got another one coming at uh-huh. you. Here we go. Um, and then from Extina, say what you mean. Who left this on Wednesday. I've never written a review before. Just had to say how much I love this podcast. Definitely one of my favorite discoveries during quarantine. Mm. I love how open and honest Miguel, Holly, and Scotty are, not to mention hilarious. Their conversations have encouraged my own introspection and growth. Keep on keeping on, y'all. That makes me so happy. Yes. That's really, I I love to hear that because Mm. that's one more. Uh, kind, empathetic soul going out to the universe. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, uh, I'm working with ooh, uh, mm-hmm. uh? some people on helping them develop a podcast. And they are sort of asking, like, what are best practices? And I said, just be you. Yeah. Just be Honestly. you. Don't try to copy anything. Don't try to do anything. Just be you. And that is what people will want to listen to. That's the podcast I listen to are people who are just being themselves. Yeah. And you can immediately tell when they're not. Yes. Um, so let's get to Miss Stacy, the soul worker. Hello, Stacy. Hello. How are you guys? Wonderful. And I, we gotta say happy belated birthday. Yes. You just celebrated. Aw, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's get down to the business hill. Mm-hmm. Now um, on our Monday podcast, we were talking about um, past lives. And I mentioned, Stacy, when I had my first or no, my second reading with you, um, I asked about how I am such a fearful person. I'm always afraid someone's going to pop out of a bush and like stab me or kill me. It's a little irrational. It's it is. Bar- it's crazy. <laughs> but at the same time, I love serial killer documentaries, shows. I love it. Like, I just started a new one last night about the son of Sam um, from New York. Which is weird because you would think being so afraid and scared of all this stuff, you would not want to dive into it. Right. And I was home by myself last night. But I was like, I'm in. I'm in it. And so I asked you about that. And do you remember, Stacey, what you told me? Oh, yeah. You've been murdered. And the whole reason you're so obsessed with, like, the cool stuff of finding... You know, those crime documentaries and all that stuff is because you're getting answers. Mm. It's almost like closure for your soul. Mm. Now, when you do your readings of people, can you, like, tell when I lived these previous lives? Like, are we talking about I was born 1985. So was it something from, like, the 70s, 60s or the 1800s earlier? Can can you tell can you get that specific? Oh, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of creepy. I've had sessions where I've been able to tell people pinpoint, like, from the 1940s. You, The last life you lived in was in the 70s. I'll guarantee you. And I'll tell you that. And you and I have never had these discussions, but you're drawn to, like, sometimes that disco era of music yes. because of that. Whoa. So he was, like, an adult in the 70s? Yeah. He That's... died when he was, like, 32. That's... When I was what? 32. That's the other reason why you have that really weird thing of like, will I actually ever see 40? That's why. Oh. Wait, I was going to say before that, that bomb. Um, it, I was going to say that's not that long ago. Like, I feel like sometimes if you're talking about like, obviously we're going, 
we sort of have to, if you are not a person that be- that believes in reincarnation of sorts, like you're going to have to suspend disbelief for just a minute to right. take hard, yeah. part in this conversation. And Scott, tough, yeah. I feel like that's probably where you're, you're sitting A little too. bit. It's hard right now. Just, it's like a willing <laughs> suspension of disbelief for just a moment so we can have a conversation. Yes. Uh, I always felt like it was like back in the day, like the 1800s, but I guess I don't know a lot about this topic. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I, okay, as we've talked before, I grew up just doing what I do. It's, I've never done a lot of research in what I do until I started having kids and living life and having experiences and going, oh, that's interesting. Mm. I was always very hesitant to believe about reincarnation. And then I had my son and my son would start talking about his past life and details of past lives. And then he would go to other people and tell them about their past lives and creepy, creepy, creepy details. And I would start looking these people up and he would tell me dates and times of this time. And he was right. What? And then I was like, all right. Oh, oh yeah. And so I started really opening myself up to the idea of this. And as I did, I'm realizing, yeah. And Having the other situations and things that I've personally gone through, yeah, there's it, 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 it has to exist because it's the only thing that makes sense to so many different things that happen in our lives. Mm. Relationships, bad dreams, fears and phobias. I mean, it really does tie into what we're going through now, mm. as weird as that sounds. So in going through that, so what can you tell me that's coming to you about this past life I lived where I was, you know, going through my fun phase in the seventies. Oh, other reason why you weren't majorly big about exercising and stuff like that when you were younger is because it was, you're going to think I'm crazy. You were a female. You were murdered running. What? What? Seriously. And that's the other reason why you really didn't start feeling comfortable about exercising until after you hit 32. I'm not kidding. It's just one of those things that was like your soul needed to heal. Wow. And you know, you, you say that, and like I, I can tell how this sounds if you don't believe it. Yeah. You're like, it's all tough. right, you're just putting you're things like, together, right, whatever. Yeah. But I remember being in middle school, it was sixth grade, because it was before we moved back to Atlanta. And I remember I told my mom, I was like, the one sport I wanted to play, I wanted to run track because I just remember we had like the um, Olympics in our middle school and they were like, well, Miguel at gym, you run really quickly. So we'll have you do the 50 yard dash. And like that was my thing is that I was really, really fast when I was younger. And I was like, mom, I really want to run track. I I like to do it because I can go real fast. And she was like. We can't afford that. What are you talking about? And then by the time we moved back to Atlanta, um, I was really like, because when you go from like running in that high altitude, when you come then to the south, your lungs are better. And so I was like, girl, beating everybody when I was in seventh grade. And then it just stopped. And it just then I was like, I I hate running. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's really fascinating. Isn't that cool? And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the most bizarre things in the whole world. And I've told the two of you before, Miguel and Holly, that you guys have had past lives together. I want you to speak on it because I'm so curious about this. 
Oh, totally. It's it's one of those things of like definitely 100%. And maybe sometimes you're both males. Maybe sometimes you're both females. Sometimes you're brother and sister. It's always been, though, that sibling relationship. And Holly, that's the other reason why you always feel so protective. That's why you're like mama bear, because it's it's that situation of you've always been responsible for him, no matter what, no matter what lifetime you guys have had together you've been together and that's where like soulmates and all that stuff kind of tie in too because soulmates i always qualify them as being like your best friends your lifetimes like when you met miguel you guys knew that moment you knew each other and it was just so easy peasy like oh hey i know you what's up yeah that's the only reason you guys get along so well yeah because of that past life connection people have asked and honestly we never have had a really good explanation for this Mm-mm. why on earth that Miguel and I could have met in person one time mm-hmm. and then, like, had a couple of phone calls. Right. And then he moved in with me. Mm-hmm. And it's just been great ever since. Like, there's really no, I mean, that's cool. Right. That it worked out that, I mean, thank God it worked out that Girl, way. it could have been a disaster. <laughs> I think both of our radio careers would have just crashed and burned. Right. If that whole thing didn't work out with us living together. Because could you imagine? No. We spent every waking moment together. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's just, it does make sense. It's just so, it's it's weird to wrap your brain around that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's, it's bizarre. It's it's honestly bizarre. I mean, I've had friends and family, well, no, not so much family, but friends, where even like, oh, uh, certain people that I know in my life, where I've been able to meet them immediately. And it's like, oh, hey, and we are tighter than tight. Best friends could literally have that little telepathic communication thing going on with no explanation. But, oh, hey, we must have known each other in past lives. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, can you get a feeling or a sense of one of the times that Holly and I have spent together in in a past life? It's really interesting. And I'm going to say it like this. Before you died in the 70s, there was another. You you guys have both had multiple lives. We've talked about that before in person and, and in your own sessions. You both are very old souls. And so it goes back to even the next place that I want to put you guys is literally in like the 1890s. And that's probably why, Holly, you're like, well, that's my throwback. That's why. Mm. It, it, it's almost like that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. And it's it's sad and it's depressing. It's frustrating in that past life. Like that makes me sad for you guys. It makes you really really sad. And it makes me like Holly and and uh, the anxiety level that you experienced back then is probably another reason why you feel like you have to hold on to everything and take care of everybody the way you have to take care of everybody. Because Miguel's never lived very long in his past lives. So mm. you've always lost him when he was younger. Shit. And again that. Sorry. That's what I'm talking about. No, but that's what I'm saying. And that again, Miguel is why you're always like, Oh, I don't I can't see myself as like forty, forty five. Damn. You know, but mm. this lifetime isn't gonna be like that. Do you see what I'm saying? This is again where when you don't feel the way that you feel like you you it's the too good to be true feeling for mm-hmm. your future, that's the other reason why you feel that. And we've never just we gotta tell everybody, we've never no. had this discussion. This no. is you talked about. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the air on the podcast, but I have been telling friends recently. Um, no, I think I did mention this on the podcast that 
I the other week was thinking about NPR celebrating like their 50th anniversary. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if you were 21 and working there the first day of NPR in 1971 and you're in your 70s now, look at how much the world has changed, technology. And I really was like in my head and I'm like, I really hope I can live to like my 70s so I can see how things change, how technology, um, social norms how all of it changes because I'm so, I, I just, I so want to be there. Like, what will our clothes look like? And how will we look back at the times now and <laughs> well, be like, oh, wow, it was so weird Well, back what's then. interesting is that we've always sort of joked, and more so like when we first started radio here, was they're just going to keep moving us to like the older stations down the hall. Right. And then I would eventually <laughs> an- end up where <gasps> Ann Kelly is now because you were going to die early. Oh, my gosh, we did. Actually, on this podcast, we used to say that in joke. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, Holly's going to, you know, move over Ann Kelly. Holly's going to take over because I'm I was like, dead. that's going to suck because Miguel's oh going to die. God. I'm like, well, we were just joking. <laughs> right. I totally joking. forgot about that. I just remembered it just now. And those are from our early, earliest episodes. Yeah. Wow. So- yeah, I'm telling you, the intuition is very strong with you guys, and this is the other reason why you guys vibe so well. Yeah, sincerely. Now, can you take us through, like, the different types of soulmates? Or, you know, so, like, Holly and I have been soulmates in, in previous lives. So, like, with Abe, my fiancé and I, you know, we met, and we were friends at first, Never really thought about it, but I was always like, oh, Abe is such a nice guy. But when we look, and there's one picture in particular, because when we first met, we were both in, he was like dating someone, one of my friends, and I was in a relationship. And there's this one picture where we're all like drunk on a Sunday fun day um, at this resort. And Abe and I are like right on each other, basically. And my boyfriend at the time was like on somebody else. Um, you know, his person he was talking to was on somebody else. And now we look at that picture and we're like, that is insane. Like it was nothing we said. And then once we were both single, we would see each other out and about. And then the whole situation happened where we painted my house and then we were together after that. Uh But it was like a quick boom, boom. We're in a relationship with no big hiccups. Can you get a sense or would you have to like talk to Abe to see like or feel what that is? Oh, no, I can tell you now. Um, there's so many different types of relationships. There's current, there, excuse me if I could ever talk right. Um, there's the, the cosmic relationships where it's like karmatic and, and we have to do past lives to fix each other's crap. Or there's the soulmate connections. And then there's just regular souls that, you know, pre-planned, destined meeting, all of that stuff. You and Abe have had lives passed together. That's and I you can see it in your pictures. You can see that connection, that deep love, that deep connection that oh hey, I know you feels. Sometimes I mean, and I think there's also different levels of soulmates because you have to think about it. You and Holly have had multiple, multiple lives. So your bond is gonna be even tighter than say maybe you and Abe have only had three lives together. Mm. And that's why it wasn't bam, I know you. Like immediate. Do you know what I'm saying? And then other people in our lives were like, oh my gosh, like legit, there's two people in particular that I've literally talked to the very first time 
And it's like nothing ever skipped. There's no awkwardness. There's no anything. And it just, it just vibes. And, and those are those people that I always say they're in, they're in your soul family. You know, they're your people, people. It's very, it's very, very deep and very, very, very interesting. I feel like I can feel those type of people more Mm. now that I'm a older and be more aware of myself and my own, I don't know gifts like my mm. own empathetic gifts i can feel it more when i feel comfortable with someone mm. um quick question for you stacy because I, this the whole thing coming together is is a little crazy to me because i was reading about and i talked about this on the prior podcast i don't know if you listened to it or not but um i was talking about young souls or wait a second infant souls baby souls young mature Mm -hmm. and old Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure i'm a mature Mm -hmm. soul so is miguel and in the article that i was reading about this whole thing uh i came across something about how our children are somehow tied to us in possibly some type of way so Mm -hmm. i was curious about maya because i started to do some thinking of my own about maya and in what way we might be connected as well you ready to fall over what now you ready to i said you ready you you ready to fall over? I'm ready. She's, all right. She's been your mom. I knew it. Is it weird to say that I knew it? I feel like I knew it. I have said before with Maya, I feel like I'm learning from her. Yes. I feel like sometimes, like I feel like sometimes it's, it's very odd. She's very uh, mature mentally for her age. And so like sometimes the stuff that comes out of her mouth, I will be like, what? Like sometimes she'll reprimand me and I'm like, bitch, don't, don't test your mother. But then um, on the other hand, I'm also like, damn, you're right. And finally, here's what's crazy about Maya. And I should have gone with this story before I asked you, but the story is I had a dream when I was pregnant. And in this dream, this was like, I was pretty far along and I had the dream and I knew it was a girl already. So um, in the dream, I gave birth to a baby, but suddenly like I turned around and in like a, a second went by after I had given birth to this baby, I had a four year old who was fully versed in, like, speaking and emotion and told me that she had already named herself. She doesn't need me to do anything, and she's just talking, and she's just walking around like an already fully formed child. And in the dream, I was so sad. (laughs) I'm thinking about how sad I was because Mm. I was like, I missed missed the baby. I I gave birth to this small human. Like, where did the baby – where did my baby go? And then – when I had the baby, obviously, I, like, forgot about that dream because it's just a silly dream. When she got to about the age of four or five, I thought about it a lot because I was like, this is this is who she is. Like, mm. she tells me who she is all the time. You know what I mean? Like, she tells mm-hmm. me, she, she always lets me know who she is. I've never once felt like I've had to, like, I give her guidance, but I... She already knows, man. Like, she already knows who she is. And so ever since I had that dream, I thought about that wasn't a regular dream. And it doesn't happen to me that often. But I have always felt like that particular dream was a bit of foreshadowing or psychicness or something that was telling me it might make you sad. But, like, sorry in the dream. But this is who she is. Yeah. And that's also her soul letting you know, hey, I got you. Like, it's going to be okay. 
Mm. I got you because you put some when you were pregnant too. You're like, how am I going to handle this? Am yeah. I going to be a good mom? Yeah, it was that tough. was her soul like giving you an insight of, hey, look, I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. Oh, that's because so I, I've already got this. So how does that we work? Have, how does it work? Well, like I'm the mom now. She was the mom in some other life. How does that work? Our lessons. I mean, and and I talk to my clients about this all the time. I've talked to you guys about this. We all have multiple lives to learn certain lessons. Either we come off as the complete assholes or we come off as the really good people or no matter what, but we're, it's all about lessons. It's all about learning. It's all about love. And it's all about making us better versions of ourselves. Mm. So it's just, and the other thing too, you, most people, like I can't read myself, but I can have dreams. Mm. Same thing. Got like it. I had a pregnancy and I was five months along, had a dream. The baby was in my hand in a broken egg, dead. And I'm arguing with the white light around me going, wait a second. No, I don't want to start over. And they're telling me he's coming, come back. He's going to come back. And I'm like, no, I don't want, no, I want this baby. I don't want another baby. Mm. And I ended up taking myself to the emergency room the next morning because it just, it sank with, you know what I mean? Saying it just bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. Went to the emergency room and turned out the baby had, the, the, it was a fetal demise. The baby had actually passed away. And I got Mm. pregnant four months after I lost that baby with a baby boy. Mm. So we can, our souls talk to us through our dreams, you know, and and the deepest connections are usually through our dreams. Mm. And that was, like I said, her soul coming to you going, hey, I got this. I've always had you and I'm letting you know that I still have you. Mm. Man, that's, I really, I've been thinking on that since the other podcast. Like I'll look at Maya and I'm like, Okay, let's not forget that we're connected in some way. So, like, Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling frustrated or whatever, um, like, we had a blow up in the car yesterday. And then I felt so bad this morning when I woke up and I was, like, over it, you know, Mm. finally, because she was rude. Oh, she was so rude yesterday in the car. So, and usually I'm really good about not yelling anymore. Like, we're really trying to work on, I don't yell, but you got to listen. But I just, she done it. She done pushed me. So I yelled. And then, like, she uh, ended up apologizing. And, you know, she eventually was then crying because she was remorseful. So this morning I woke up and I was like, man. And then, again, when I get to my higher self, I'm like, okay, it's okay. We do these things and we're going to move forward with it. But I need to keep that in mind. Mm. When was that? I don't even know. It's okay. I don't know. I don't even know how much you know. But that's just crazy to me. No, sincerely. Remember that 1800 thing I was telling you about? She was your mom. Mm. Was it like, yeah. um, what was that old house on the prairie? Little house, Little house on the prairie. It was like Grandma honestly, Eng- Mama Ingle. Honestly, I keep putting, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy. I'm, I'm down with sounding crazy. Um, I keep putting you like in castles in England. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I it's not even in America. It's, 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 it's across the seas. It's mm. in Europe. And it's cold, and that's where I keep seeing you. And and Miguel, you're sick. The other, did you ever have breathing problems at all, Miguel, through any of your life? No. Um. Although you were the only one that, when we got COVID, you had chest issues. No, that's true. You were the only one. I did, but I don't. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, I I ever had any breathing problems growing up. But yes, when it did come to COVID, I was the only one that I was like I had to get an inhaler for a little bit. Which was weird because I was like, oh, I've never experienced this before. Yeah, none of us got that. And we had the, you gave it to me. So, right. Well, you would think, but anyway. <laughs> that is so yeah. fascinating. And I wonder if that's one of the reasons why I have always had this obsession with Europe and 
England oh, in particular. Same. I love, I have, I started on my British accent long ago. And I always said, I hope I have a kid that can do a British accent. And she can. Thanks, ah. Peppa Pig. God, <laughs> thanks, Peppa Pig. Yeah. It's crazy because I'm legit sitting here and, I, and I'm very careful about what I say because I don't want to look stupid, but I'm just going to put myself out there because why not? Um, I, I'm i sitting here and I've been thinking about this and feeling about this and thinking about this and feeling about this. So it's like, and, and Miguel, you're, that lifetime, that 1800s lifetime, you died of an illness. Like, it's like, oh, was the plague around that time? Like, mm. legit, it's like I'm cold and I'm sick and there's no electricity and I don't like the way that you you felt. That's why I was asking about the breathing problems, if you've ever had any of those in this lifetime. Because of that, it's mm. like, and Holly, you always, in every single one of your lifetimes, have always been the caretaker. You're always the doer. You're always the healer. You're always that person and it's like you've always lost so much in your lives which is the other reason why you hold on so tight to your people mm. so yeah that makes sense that yeah. makes sense which i wonder if that's why you holly aren't always the first person to like make friends with people you sort of sit back and observe because I, you know yeah you keep it close and you keep them forever well yeah i mean once you're yeah. in that's the that's the thing. It's exa- it's exhausting. Like I can't let you all the way in because I know that it's just maybe this sounds I'm just gonna it's just I know it's another person I'm gonna take care of. Mm. And I exactly. it's exhausting. It's also the other Yes, and it's also the other person risking of loss. Mm. And it's like I do the same thing. I'm very, very particular about my circle. I'm very particular of if I tell you I'm gonna let you in forever, you're in. Like that's it. I don't just walk around going, I pick you. No, it's not like that. I have to feel it. And that's the whole thing. You don't like the loss. You don't, because everybody eventually goes away in your lifetimes. So it's it's the fixing of, okay, do I really want to commit myself to this person, helping this person? And do I really want to worry about losing this person? So, Can yeah. you feel anything about Scott's past life? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not going to do that to him. Man. I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I was like, does Scott want this, or is that? I mean, yeah, I'm down to hear it. Say, I, I, I've been going baby steps with Scott. I'm, I'm baby seven. <laughs> we're, we're baby seven, Scott. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm well. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like Scott's always been a teacher. He's always been a teacher. He has to be the leader of the pack. I was even wondering when, I, sincerely, because I was thinking about this last night, I would not be surprised if he had been like a president in a past life. Yes. He's always been the guy that everybody goes to. This, like, legit, he has to be the leader. He has to be the teacher. He has to be the example. Okay, a couple things real quick. Number one, you were the president of your fraternity. Mm. Nuh-uh. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, okay. we literally just said, Scott, if you are not, we're not on the radio, you should be a kindergarten teacher. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. We, yeah. We literally just had that conversation. Yeah, he's he's got that vibe. I feel that. Yeah. he's And now, mind you, tell everybody, uh, Scott, you and I have not had a discussion. This is like the real first time that we've ever even talked. Yes, it is. So. So I'm just, that's why it's like, I don't I don't want to say much, but I'm interested in the what you see Exactly. So it's it's one of those things of like, yeah, you've always been that person, your soul. And the other reason why life kind of kicks you in the balls a little harder than most people is because you are the example. You are that guy to say, okay, yeah, this sucks. And uh, I can help you through your stuff too, because I've been through it. People trust you. People lean on you because of your heart, because of what a good soul you are, and because you are dependable and you are a leader. Mm. So that's mm. the only reason why everybody ends up in your lap. Interesting. 
Okay. I'm, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's a little valid. I do. No, it absolutely is. Yeah. It's definitely valid. It's kind of yeah. weird, though, because recently I've kind of been thinking, like, you know, in, like, maybe 20 years I'd like to be a teacher. Like, <laughs> mm. after I'm done. Like, I've always had that thought. I just I just wish we, te- like, you know, treated teachers better. Right. But, so shout out to teachers. But yeah. I have, you know, I do like that whole idea of, you know, leading a younger generation or just mm. people around me. Mm. And he's a good You're gonna student, that, too. Mm-hmm. I think that well, yeah, but interacts, too. Absolutely. But he's also going to be that dad who's going to be the soccer coach. He's going to be that dad to go to the baseball mm. team. He's mm. going to be that dad. He is. Because he, he's so drawn to protecting, taking care of, and showing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I do look forward to those little league games, though. For real. I can't wait. I, I, I guess that's... That's pretty dead on, considering you don't really know Scott very well. Right. <laughs> I don't know Scott at all. And you guys, remember, I never really listened to the show. And I don't, and it's no offense, I love you guys. I don't listen to the podcast. And I refuse to go back and listen to any of these podcasts that I've been on because I don't want to, you know, I'll critique myself to, to the depths of it, and I won't listen. Mm. So I haven't been listening to anything because I'm afraid of cheating. And I'm mm. afraid I, I want everything to be as pure and as authentic as it can be when I talk to you guys. So I stayed clear of everything as much as I can. Mm. Wow. That is incredible. <laughs> it is just always so fascinating, Stacey, to talk to you and to sort of – you know, feel our way through and sort of connect the dots. And, you know, when you really think about life and you think about how magical it is, about how our heart beats, how our body digests food, how we drink water. I mean, when you really, truly think about how our bodies work. Sorry. It's 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 magical. I have a quick thing. Holland. You realize that the the name Maya means great mother, right? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm, so, oh I'm still gosh. stuck on that. I'm still stuck on it. I'm, mm. I was half listening. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's mm-hmm. it. I, we can move on now. Mm-hmm. I just had to put that little nugget. <laughs> what the mm-hmm. fuck? Okay, that's it. Oh, I'm good. Wow. Sorry. But yeah. I'm, I, I think it's completely possible when you think about how there's just some things that aren't explained. Like, science still can't explain, like, what the fuck does our appendix do? You know, like they're still right. figuring out our brains and how memories work. There's so much about brains. I have right. really done some looking into brains, mainly because my mom's brain tumor uh, four years ago. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the fact that I have one, the same thing, too. So I do a lot. And and also psychologically with our minds and mm-hmm. our brains um, because of some stuff that I've been through in the past couple of years. So people don't even know some of the reasons how the brain works, why they know uh, we're learning more. But, right. like, look at, for, you know, I, I uh, talk about Neurospot TMS. I endorse them mm-hmm. on the air. And I've had some conversations with Dr. Upshaw about how relatively new this TMS therapy is. And he's like, it just, it sucks because the government has such a close tie with the pharmaceutical companies. Ugh. That's the first step in the go-to. Right. And he's like, but if, you know, you were able to, and eventually this will be how you treat depression from now on mm. because there's no side effects. And then if for some reason this doesn't work, maybe then the next step would be medication. But you shouldn't medicate the entire brain because only one part of it is in this depression. And that's like being worked on today. Right. That's why I'm such an advocate of Neurospot TMS and I really love them and it did work for me. Um, but just that alone is like, Hey, it's 2021, and this, the the um, technology for that has been around for like a decade or so, but it's just now becoming main, more mainstream, and people are still like, ah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. 
because it's well, the slow. Other th- yes. And the other thing I w- wonder about often is because I used to suffer from severe depression and severe anxiety. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should really start focusing on what I am doing, you know, and I'm realize and I realize what gifts I have. And I think there's a lot of people too, that do have a lot of intuition and do have a lot of feels and vibes that they ignore and push down. And that causes them a lot of, of the negative side effects of depression, I of anxiety, right. of yeah. all of that, you know, it, it, it really does. It, it, it's a heavy burden on us that we don't pay attention to. Mm. Well, because, because we're we so- are in a, we're so busy trying yeah. to be normal. Right. Quote, exactly. Unquote, but seriously, is. what is normal? And and we have to fit into a society that's so black and white. But what about that gray area? Mm. You know, it's like my quotes are always never say never because you just don't know. You right. know, you just don't know. Right. Wow. So. Well, Stacy, you have just put us upside <laughs> down again. Oh, I got one. I got a good one to end on. But and you can like. You know, feel free to say some things, Stacy. That's okay. Obviously, nothing crazy specific. But when I met with you, uh, we talked about a baby boy. Yes. What is that? What is happening with that? Because I, and this is a little fun nugget before we get to what Stacy's thoughts are. When I was like 24 years old, I went to see a psychic medium in Ohio. And mm-hmm. of course I asked to like, who am I gonna who am I gonna marry? Like, am I gonna have babies? Like hey. I wasn't huh. like I did ask about my job, but that was secondary. Um because I was twenty four and you know you want to know about babies. that stuff. And so the this woman said that I would have two children, a girl and a boy, but I didn't need to worry about it anytime soon because it was gonna happen way later on. And of course at that time I was like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, like mm. I don't know. I was twenty four and not knowing anything. Yeah. But she said that. And then once I had Maya and then I got divorced and then it sort of has been, we think this is it. Like, we think one and done for me. Mm. My person has a daughter, one and done for him. Like, mm-hmm. we're good. We got our unit. But Stacy, when I went to see her, was like, have you ever had a miscarriage? And mm. I said, not that I know of. I mean, I, I, I really, I, it, I suppose it's possible, but not really not that I know of at all. So where did this baby boy come from? <laughs> You got a baby boy around you. You're in charge of your own fate. You're in charge of your own destiny. People ask me all the time, will I get pregnant? I'm like, well, you're going to go have sex. You're going <laughs> to use protection. Really, you get to, you, get, you know, and, and, but Holly, I, I just do. I feel like you're, you're not done. And, and that's why I asked your age and everything. I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. But if you decide to get pregnant, I feel like it's going to be a boy. Mm. And that's just, that's how it goes. That's how I feel. Mm. Interesting. It's very interesting. Very. So I just, I I found that very interesting when she mentioned that and someone else had actually mentioned the same thing. So I don't know. Well, and it's kind of what you talked about the first time we chatted with you about, you know, sort of how our souls, you know, sort of choose the life that we're supposed to live. So it's like, it's sort of like the movie Soul where, you know, there's like a little baby, a little, a soul that's like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then Holly, if you ever go, all right, I'm ready to have a baby. And then it happens. And then he's like, boom, dives in. Yeah. And then there you go. And then if not, you then he's sort of just like, wait. It's, it's, and, you know, I'm not a big cartoon person, no, but it was, it was super fascinating. Like, I was very shocked that Disney, Pixar would go there. Oh, yeah. Well, it was good. after they did Inside Out, I knew that someone mm. over at Disney gets it. Right. After right. after the Inside yeah. Out. Then I saw Soul and I was like, whoever this is, like, they they doing it. I really mm. enjoyed that movie. It was good. So, yeah, I agree. It's just, I find it interesting. Mm. That's all. 
it's wild and it's it's definitely i i i can't help but think everything's predetermined i always say that prayer is a way to look at god and say okay so i know we said this and i know we agreed on this but what if we do this instead you know what i mean and mm-hmm. yeah because yeah <laughs> it gets deep it gets very deep mm. well stacy thank you so much awesome time chatting with you again um stacy what is your information if people are like all right I've been listening. It's time for me to have a session. How do they get into contact with you? Um, f- first and foremost, my website. You can book appointments now from my website, mm-hmm. and that's soulworkerstacyrenee.com. You can find me on Facebook at soulworkerstacyrenee and Instagram at soulworkerstacyrenee. And my phone number and all of my contact information is all over social media. So I'm around. Love it. Stacy. thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, and and have a blessed day, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care. Thank you. Absolutely. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wow. Scott, you look – what's your thoughts right now? I'm so curious because I look at you on the picture, and you look – Either super interested or bored out of your mind. Not bored. Uh, it's like you have to take like bites skeptical. and like little you're, you're skeptical. Like when we talked about like what was it like the last one? Like you know your your people around you and your life like that. Like there's a couple specifics and that's where I was like, okay, that was a bite. I was like, okay, I'm a little more invested. Yeah. Like it's like I want to believe it, but I'm also like it's just so much to wrap your head around. I'm like past lives, and I, I guess it just depends. Like some of that, like sometimes it's just very general, and I'm like. Mm. Okay, you're yeah. just you're just throwing it out there, and uh, luckily, like she said, stuff that's been very specific before. Where I'm like, okay, that's why I don't like to say anything. Like I want to, like when I sit down with her, because I'm going to. We've she just messaged me like, hey, whenever you're ready, I'm like, okay, I will let you know when I'm ready. It, it <laughs> Which is. Which I'm interested now. I'm like, uh, you free today? <laughs> <laughs> it is bite size though. It's bite size because if you're not ready, you're just gonna shut down. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. how right. I felt. Like, when I first started, I mean, it took me years to even push aside the guilt that I've grown up with as a Catholic to even attempt to ask questions about what might be elsewhere. Yeah. I'm in my late 30s, and I was not ready until now. Like, you know what I mean? So. You're, if you're not ready, you're not ready, and no one right. no one can make you be ready. Yeah. Or you may never just you may decide like too much, don't want to do it. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't think it is too. Like for me, I'm like I want to be it. Like I want that to be honestly. And this is like I'm on the side of people right now. They're like hmm, raise an eyebrow, but I'm yeah. like I am on the side of like I hope it is the reality. Like I hope that you get a sense of people that have been in my life, and I want to hear those. I hope that is real. Like when I pass, that I'm a soul that could be like, yo, make sure you know Billy Bob knows that I'm thinking about him because that's like that's just so powerful and that's why you know like two podcasts ago or three podcasts it was like that was really emotional for me because I'm like damn yeah please be real please not be a bunch of bullshit like that would be so helpful and I've thought about that since and I've grasped on a little more and it's helped me a lot more And I think that's what's helped me process everything that I've lost in the past year because I do have that sense of belief where I'm like you know if like if I just believe there's nothing I'd be ruined but I just I feel like I have this common sense of strength every day where I'm like I know you're with me like I just have that strength when I wake up and I'm like how am I able to keep going Mm. like what is this what is this continuous drive to continue 
to go live the life that I was supposed to live, and I just feel like there's somebody on my shoulder pushing me to do that. Well, like, where does the motivation come from, right? Like, mm. where does it originate? Well, and that right. was my question when, you know, like, when I lost my mom, I was like, you had two choices. I was either going to be like, you know, fuck this life and just screw everything and just literally sit in my bed. But I immediately I had this sense of, like, yeah, I'm going to take my time, but, like, I want it more than ever now right. to, like, prove it to you. And you're not here physically, but I, like, I just, I know you see it. And so I want that. I want it to believe it so bad. I'm interested. When I sit down with her, like, again, like, I'm, I don't want to give her too many details. Like, I want her to, like, nail those things. And that's when I'm going to be like, oh, you, you fucking good. <laughs> All right. I see you. Like, the teacher thing was interesting because yesterday I was on the phone. And I was like, you know, me and my buddy are talking. And I, it was just, again, it's just weird because yesterday I was just thinking about being a teacher. Like, and that is what I do. Like, I put out, you know, I love that. And I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, but that's what I do. Like, I love taking my experiences and helping others through theirs. Like, that's my goal. That's why I want to be a speaker. That's why I want to be on the radio, to help people get to that next level, to be like, look, like, if I can do it, like, I'm a nobody. I slowly climbed, and you could too. And that's why I want to help people teach and inspire them. So that was kind of interesting that that's the first thing that she named because I was like, hmm, I always have had the thought. I just, again, like I said, I wish teachers got treated better or else I'd be more inclined to go do it. Mm. I'd be like, man, if teachers got paid properly and treated properly, I'd be like, yeah, I'd love mm. to be a teacher. I'd be quicker to go do it. Hopefully that changes. But I am sp- I'm curious to see what else she pulls from, like, especially past lives. Because that's something, that's a lot for me, my brain, to, like, wrap around. But if she nailed a specific, I'd be like, damn, you don't know that about me. Mm. Yeah. Like, right now, she maybe she could get something about a teacher, like, if you looked at my social media, maybe get that vibe. Mm, I don't know. No, yeah, that's I. I think that way too. I tend to start out skeptically. Yeah, I went in skeptically. I, I went in guarded to her because I a I was like I don't want her to say something I don't like, <laughs> and b but if she didn't weirdly because I believe in what I'm doing so much mm-hmm. that that's why because I know that's my path. So right. she had nothing but sort. It was almost like she said all the affirmations first, and I was like, I'm really glad you did. Like you didn't ruin me because she's mm. like well no you know what you're doing you you have good intuition and you know how you feel so sometimes people are confused and that's when sometimes you got to break some bad news to people yeah right. like because mm. they don't they're not very good at hearing their own uh, <laughs> intuition mm. yeah. and I feel like I'm pretty good at that but sometimes in the past I've ignored it and I always end up being like Hey, I, right. I should have listened to myself. Mm. Yeah. My own intuition is pretty strong. It's whether or not I choose to listen to it. Mm. So fascinating. Yeah. No, it is. Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Say hi. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. And of course, if you're part of the Platypus Posse, like you are for listening this long. Send me an email, and we will get you uh, some Miguel and Holly stickers. Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you pl- wherever you listen. We would really appreciate it, and yep. we will see you next week. Catch up, catch, up, catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.